0: Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Hello, hello, hello. Greetings to you in the most beautiful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It gives me great joy to see all of you after a short break on this Saturday night service. Welcome to Build with Hari Rao ah what a joy what a joy what a joy it's a treat to be in the presence of the Lord it's a treat to be in the company of Saints it's a treat to be here in the studio getting ready to bring you a word from the Lord so we thank God he has been good to us how many of you can testify that the Lord has been Good to us. He has propelled our lives. He has changed our lives. So we want to thank God for his goodness. We want to thank God for his mercy. We want to thank God for all the goodness he has extended to us. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I'm excited. I am excited. Today is going to be a beautiful Saturday night. I am excited for the word I'm going to bring to you. It's a simple word, but a word that can transform your life. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you haven't already, please consider sharing this link with somebody online. Send it as a WhatsApp message, put it on Facebook, tag me so I know that you are participating in in this ministry. So when you make a story, when you tweet or when you put it on Facebook, please make sure you tag me and the ministry so we know that our people are working hard to get the word out. Amen. So I want to get right into the word today. Are you ready for the word this evening? Okay, if you are ready, shout aloud, amen. I can't hear you physically, but your amens and your shouts will move the spirit of God. I want to had the rare privilege of uh, spending some time with my senior prophet, Prophet Shaiju Matthew. I had the time of spending uh, three days, four days um, over Easter uh, Resurrection Sunday weekend I was part of the conference and then got to sit with him and listen to him. It's one of life's greatest privileges and honours that the Lord has afforded me. So today I want to give you a special treat. I want to share portions of what he shared with me and certain thoughts that the lord has placed on my heart to you so this evening you are feeding from a very high table are you ready for that <laughs> so we thank god for the goodness of god that is there on my life and that is there on this ministry because you are, you must understand that we are a ministry that is submitted to god and we are a ministry that is submitted to Godly authority. We are not free rangers that do what we want and go where we want. We understand structure. We understand authority. And we are not afraid of being proud of what God has blessed. We are not afraid of talking about the protocols that God has established. You know, there are a lot of people I know personally who uh, who benefit from our ministries, but they are secret beneficiaries, you know. <laughs> they, don't, they don't talk about it. They just sneak in. They watch our videos. They learn from what they're doing. They, they get blessings from what they... It's okay. It's okay. As long as they're doing well. But sons are not secret. Sons are public. Yeah? Okay. Uh, my topic will change if I continue on that theme, so... Let's continue. <laughs> Go with me to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John chapter 5. Uh, chapter 15, I'm sorry. The Gospel of John. The Gospel according to John chapter 15. Oh, what a what a powerful, impactful passage of scripture. John chapter 15. We'll read from verse 1 onwards and we will try to cover as much as we can in the first five verses. This is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking. I am the true wine, which means that there can be false wine. I am the true wine and my father is the wine dresser. So if there is a wine If there is a true wine And and Jesus is saying I am the true wine Which means there can be false wines And my father is the wine dresser Every branch in me That does not bear fruit He takes away And every branch that does bear fruit He prunes he manages, he cuts, he takes care of, that it may bear more fruit. Hmm. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Verse 3. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. You are, all. I love this, I love this, (laughs) I love this. Already you are clean. (laughs) Already, already in the past tense. You are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Verse 4, this is where I want to spend some time today. Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us. Ah, We thank God for this beautiful Saturday. Uh, It's Saturday morning here, but in different parts of the world, it's different parts of the day. But this is a good Saturday. Ah, I am the true wine. And my father is the wine dresser. One of the things I learned uh, from my father over the weekend was this simple truth. You know, Jesus could have picked any plant to represent himself, he could have picked any tree to represent himself. It's very interesting. That he chose the wine. He chose this particular plant. Because I would understand if he had picked an oak tree or a, a cedar tree or one of these large trees that grow big, that stand forever. You know, like, like one of these mighty oaks that grow to 100 feet, 60 feet, some 150 feet that survive all climatic conditions. And yet, Jesus seems to pick a plant that seems very vulnerable, very vulnerable. In fact, he, he chooses to recognize himself with a plant that... Needs constant caring and constant tending to. One of the things that a wine requires, a wine's where grapes grow, just in case somebody is confused, is that it requires a support system. A wine cannot stand on its own. A vine requires a support system. It requires the strength of a structure to grow, to sustain itself. The stems, the it, it cannot stand erect by itself. Isn't it fascinating that Jesus, the son of the living God, if there was one that could stand by himself, it was the Lord Jesus Christ. And he himself is declaring that I depend on my father. I depend on a support system. While why, why, why. Why I can probably stand by myself, but I choose not to stand by myself. I choose to lean on my father. I choose to lean on the support system. I choose to submit myself. My God. Child of God, this is a mystery you must unpack in your life. If you want to grow in your spiritual life, if you want to grow in your walk with God, you must understand God did not design you to do life independently. He designed you to grow in a community, he designed you to grow being interdependent on the body of Christ and on the Lord Jesus himself. This is very important, very important, very, very important. It's a it's a lie of the enemy. It's a lie of the enemy where society, and now even the church is beginning to sound like the kingdom of darkness where everything is about us I don't need you I don't need this I don't need that I can do it on my own the truth is maybe you can but is it a God approved way that's the question you must ask is this the way that God wants me to succeed is it possible For you to succeed? Absolutely Is it Possible to do certain Things in life? Absolutely Without the help of God Without the help of people? Absolutely And we have more Than enough evidence outside But is your way Of prosperity Is your success Approved by God And a fascinating conversation uh, with my father. This is private information. (laughs) Um, You see, God made Adam and Eve. God made Adam and Eve. And He made Adam and Eve in His image, in His likeness. So the tools, the capabilities The requirements to be fruitful and multiply Was already given to Adam He was made in the image of God He was made in the likeness of God So everything that is required Everything that was necessary For Adam to carry out his design Was already given to him And yet the scripture says He made Adam and Eve In his image and likeness And blessed them There was still a need for a blessing there was still a need for God to bless them ah I don't know who's with me so far today yeah 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 are you with me so far please how is it you have given them all the tools you have given them all that is required for them to succeed you've given them your image you have given them your likeness you're giving them the creative power, the thinking power, the, the 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 what is required is given, and yet God pronounces a blessing. After giving them and everything, he blesses them. And I was very intrigued because there was still a need for the blessing. So after the conference, I went over to and my father, the hotel my father was staying in along with some of my brothers. And we had a time of Q and A. So I asked him, what did the blessing add? If everything was already given, what was the need? What was the purpose of the blessing? I mean, if everything is given, you know, for example, let's talk monetarily. You know, if, if Adam needed $100,000 to finish an assignment, God gave him $100,000 and yet there was a requirement for a blessing. So if the money was given, what did the blessing add? Are you guys with me? Please, please tell me you are thinking with me. Please tell me that you are in my wavelength right now. I asked him, what did the blessing add? add and 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 i will never forget what he said the blessing was the permission oh the blessing was the permission to go and be fruitful and multiply ah it is not enough that you have all the raw ingredients required to succeed Ah, It is not enough that you have the anointing to build a ministry. It is not enough that you have the grace to build a business or a ministry or a church or whatever. You need the blessing of the Lord. You need the permission of the Lord. You need the approval of God. That is the difference between a son and Lucifer. The Lucifer Lucifer took all the anointing Lucifer took all that grace And went his own way And succeeded in his own way He built an empire He built a kingdom of darkness Using the tools, the mechanisms The, the abilities God gave him He prospered and succeeded In what he had to do But he did not have the blessing of God. He did not have the permission of God. So my child of God, hear me. Hear me well. To to prosper, there are many ways. To succeed, there are many ways. But there is only one way that God has ordained for us to succeed and that is to succeed with a blessing that is to succeed with God giving you permission and blessing you this is not for everybody this is not for everybody these are for people that have a revelation of being a son and a daughter can you start a blessing can you start a ministry by yourself sure you can nobody can stop you and today uh, you just need a mobile phone Can you start a business by yourself? Yes. Can you do it independently? Yes. Can you prosper? Probably. But can you come and submit it to a greater voice? Can you submit it to a man of God and say, pronounce a blessing over this? i want you to bless me i i know you have taught me well you have given me everything but i want your covering i want your blessing upon this Mm. (sighs) jesus the son of god chose to recognize himself as a wine and he said i am the true wine and my Father is the wine dresser. Ah, I hope you are learning today. I hope you are learning today. You remember sons Siva? They had great success to a certain degree when they were casting out demons. They did not have a relationship with Jesus. They were not one of the apostles. They were not one of the disciples. They were not part of the church. But they understood the power that was there in the name of the Lord Jesus They understood the power that is that was there in uttering that name So they went around the town They started a deliverance ministry They went around to everybody's house Ah, you have headache? Come, let me cast out the spirit of headache They went to another house Oh, you 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 can't sleep? Let me cast out that spirit that causing you not So they had a successful Uh, Ministry of deliverance Until they came to a certain spirit That recognized rank That recognized submission That recognized (laughs) That just didn't recognize the name of the Lord Jesus Christ But recognized Who approved you to use this name who sent you to use this name? By what power are you using this name? Oh, by what power? And that spirit says, Jesus, I know. I, Paul, I know. But who are you? Ah. You are not going to go far in the kingdom if you don't understand submission because there is a threshold to your growth independently there is a ceiling to how much you can do by yourself yeah after a certain point the spirits become very intelligent They don't only recognize who you are. They recognize who is sending you. Under whose covering you are coming. How are you connected to the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you been approved? Have you been blessed? And whose blessing are you carrying? These are spiritual dynamics that people do not want to acknowledge. Okay. So, I hope, I hope you are learning something today. I hope you are learning something today. Okay. So, he's saying, I am the true wine. And my father is the wine dresser. I am the true wine. I am the true wine. And my father is the wine dresser. And look at what he says next. It's the most fascinating line. The most fascinating line. Verse 2 Every branch in me That does not bear fruit He takes away Ah, Wait, 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 wait What is the location of this branch? What is the location of this branch? Every branch in me That does not bear fruit How is this possible? Ooh. How is this possible? How can you be in Christ and not bear fruit? Ooh. He's saying every branch in me. He's he's recognizing that there are branches that are located in me. And then he goes on to say that does not bear fruit. So it is possible. Ooh. It is possible for you to be in Christ and yet you do not produce divine fruit. You do not produce fruit. This is scary. This is scary. This is scary. Every branch in me. How can you be in me and not bear fruit? And my wife and I were talking yesterday And then she pointed out something that was remarkable. Is it possible that you are in a certain location where the nutrients of the root is not reaching to your particular branch? Is it possible that you have developed certain disorders that stop the nutrition of the root from reaching you? That's okay. I don't want to tell you the second part the prophetess said uh, because that's a little scary. <laughs> I don't want to scare you right now. But in the past, I will say to you in a riddle, your fruit was not evident. You were not being able to bear fruit because what you were connected to was dying. Ah... Uh, it was not just where you are it was what you are connected to if you if you if you understand how plants work it's a, it's an extremely intricate design it is possible that certain information certain truths certain nutrition is not reaching you not just by your location but by your association what are you connected to? and if that thing is not receiving in nutrition, if that thing is not getting information from the root, if that is thing, if that thing is not getting life from the root and it's on its way, it's blocking the way for you, then you will suffer the consequence of that association. Oh God, help us. Help us, help us, help us, help us. Okay, anyways. But yet, Let us look at what was Jesus' formula to bearing fruit. Verse 4. Okay. Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless... you Wait a minute, Jesus. This is very confusing right now. You just said You just said You just said Every branch in me That does not bear fruit Is cut Thrown away Is cut off And then you're saying The secret to bearing fruit Is to abide in me So My only conclusion is this It is possible For you to be in Jesus And yet not learn to abide in him Ah it is possible for you to be in a location called the Lord Jesus Christ, and yet you have not become one with Him. You have not learned how to abide in Him. You have not become aya. You have not learned to become one with Him. You, there, there's no way of you not you are in Him, but you are still separate you are still distinct you have not meshed with him you are not become one with him there is you've not come to a place where there is no variance there is no distance there is no difference you 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 still see yourself separate from the lord oh so it is possible to be in him and not be abiding in him abiding in him so the key the key to fruitfulness, the key to bearing divine fruit in Christ is to learn how to abide in this God. It is to learn how to abide in the Lord Jesus Christ. Abide, abide, abide. Everybody shout, abide, abide. So then we must do all diligence to understand how Do I abide in Christ? How is it that I can come to a place where I'm not only saved, where I'm not only baptized in the water, but I'm actively becoming one with the Lord Jesus Christ. So for the next few minutes, I want to talk to you about becoming one with the Lord. Yes. Becoming one with the Lord Jesus Christ, becoming one with Christ. This is an important aspect of our Christian life. Are you ready to learn this? Or, or, or are you already too full that you don't don't want to open this topic today? Ah, uh, if you're if you're ready, let me know. If you're hungry, let me know. Abide in me so you may bear fruit. Abide in me, abide in me, abide. So what is this thing about abiding? How is it that we abide? Child of God, you must, I'm trying to see how I can break this to you. I want to see how I can Make this easier for us to understand. We were made, okay, please listen to me. We were made with the ability to cleave. We were made, our soul, our spirit, even our body. Listen to me, our soul, our spirit, and our body has been designed in such a way that it has the ability to cleave to another to become one with another yes there is a God-given design in us because it is spiritual I don't want to make it too mystical at the same time but it is deeply spiritual your soul your spirit and your body has the ability to cleave to another not that another can be anything it can be the lord jesus christ it can be your spouse it can be something else. It can be your ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend. You can cleave to agendas. You can cleave to animals. Yes, you can cleave with certain demonic doctrines. You can cleave to certain demonic spirits. Scripture says the soul of Jonathan was knit to David, ah. the soul of Jonathan was knit, was tied to David. So much so, Jonathan gave up his own birthright to be king, and said, "David, from today, you are. I I know by divine disclosure that you are supposed to be the king. So I give my birthright away, so you can fulfill your destiny." This is important and your capacity to cleave is determined by how much you are willing to leave. You cannot cleave to something if you do not learn to leave. From your childhood, you learn to cleave. You're cleaving, 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 cleaving. You're attaching yourself to so many things. You abide in so many different things. Oh, Ya Ramana Singh. In the realm of the spirit, in the realms of the spirit, if I were to bring uh, a, a certain graph, a certain picture of where all you have visited, ai, 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 and where all you have deposited yourself, you will be very terrified because there are parts of you in so many different locations i this i don't i don't want to get into this i don't want to get into this because it's a very scary topic very scary topic there are parts of you that have been deposited in different 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 locations that is why you can be in a location Right now, you can be sitting in front of another person You can be sitting and having a meal with another person And yet your soul is, is drawn to another Is pulled toward another Is attracted to another Because there is a part of you there There is a part of you that's located there Oh, So child of God It is time to Retrieve all your parts From wherever they have been wandering And bring it to the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ So you can 100% abide in the Lord Jesus Christ So that all of you Oh That's why the psalmist said Bless the Lord Oh my soul And all that is within me Ah Abide, abide in me, abide in me, abide in me, abide in me, abide in me me. and you will be amazed. If I were to bring your soul up and and open your soul, you will see that there's more than you in there. (laughs) Uh, You didn't hear what I just said, I said there's more than you in your soul. Because every person that you have cleaved has left a part of them in you. Uh, you didn't hear what I just said. I said every person you have cleaved with, you have been attached to, a part of them is in you. Because you cannot cleave without making a withdrawal, without making a deposit. Ah, Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is not just physical. I have, you know, some of some of we have reduced this to just uh, uh, you know sexuality, while that has a major role to play. But this is not just physical intimacy. You can cleave to people emotionally. You can cleave to sp- people people spiritually. You can cleave to people in uh, ideological ways. And when you cleave to them. Whatever you're cleaving with leaves a deposit in you. You must understand this design. How can Jesus look at the apostles? Look at the disciples who are grown men, grown women with families. says, you must abide in how is this possible how how can i abide in you you are another body i am another body which means there are realities oh god help us someday we will talk about this a little more in depth one of these days we will by the grace of god you know because i don't want to bring you information and then you're confused with what i have brought to you but we were made There is a propensity to cleave, to become one. If there was no capacity, then Jesus would not say, let them be one as we are one. If he didn't make you with the ability to become one with another, then he wouldn't say it. He wouldn't look at Adam and Eve and say, Ah. a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife the two shall become one one if that was not possible he wouldn't have said it and I want to I want to bring a distinction here what Jesus is talking about is not unity unity He's not talking about being united No United is a very very Different concept that has crept into the body of Christ right now Because we keep talking about unity Unity, unity, no, no, unity is different Because you can be Different and be united You can have different views And be united You can have different ideas and thoughts And mechanisms and be united (laughs) Look at Look at our politics Right if, if somebody is short of by 5 five seats, 10 seats, they will go become partners with a party that is completely against their value system. They're united to form the government. So you don't have to be. But being one is different. Being one means you are indivisible. You are same in fabric. You are same in structure. You are same in DNA. You are one. You are of the same spirit. Spirit. You're of the same essence. You're of the same nature. You are not two things that are becoming one. You ah. Oneness is what Christ wants us to pursue. Oneness. Indivisible. Mm. Indivisible. Indivisible. Are you guys learning something today? Is this helping you? Are you enjoying this? Are you, are you learning something today? Please, talk to me. Talk to me, my people. Talk to me. You know, I can, by the grace of God and the mercies of God, I don't want to boast about myself. If I want, I can preach. I, I can get all of us excited in time. And it's a grace of God on my life. It's a gift that God has given to me. And those of you who have seen me in person, you know. That I can preach but my most sincere desire when I come to you is not just to get you excited but is to empower you is to bring you to a place where your life can carry weight in the realms of the spirit my goal is not to get you excited for today my goal is to empower you bring you tools, bring you the heart of God, bring you the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, so you can grow, your spirit man can grow and you can begin to bear much fruit. So, please tell me that you are learning something today. (laughs) Ah, you guys are sweet. Okay. So, oneness, oneness. You know, I, I... I speak with a lot of couples and they have different goals, different ministries sometimes. I don't know how that works. Um, it makes me sad. You know, I was listening to someone and they said uh, uh, this, 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 this guy was recommending that people have five, couples have five accounts, five accounts, five bank accounts. Okay, five bank accounts. And, and two of those five bank accounts is their personal money and they can do what they want and they don't have to talk about how they spend that money. Nonsense. Lies from the pit of hell. That's not oneness. They want to feed the part of you that says, Ah, this is my money. I can do what I want with this, it's my job, I I, I worked hard for this money, I can do whatever, it's a lie, 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 it doesn't matter who earns in your house, the husband earns, the wife earns, husband and wife earns, it's not your money and my money, it is the Lord's money, it is God's money, and we are stewards of that money, ah. listen, if you're a husband and a wife, There are no two different ways for you. There's one way. And as painful as it may sound, become one. Become indivisible. Ask the Lord Jesus Christ to give you grace. Don't say, you go your way and I go my way. You do what you want and I do what I want. No, 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 no. We are one. We are one. We are meant to be one. And that's what the enemy fights. Because you become a threat to the kingdom of darkness when you become one, when your children are a result of oneness and not just biological reproduction. Oh, Rathene Namasata. You are now producing something that is not a result of biological intimacy but is the result of two Becoming one. So child of God, don't give room for two different viewpoints, two different DNAs, two different ways of thinking. You know, um, my wife and I have a very will have very, very passionate discussions on what will seem like a very trivial point to discuss. And then somebody who is watching us was like, "Why are they discussing this so passionately?" Because I turned to I, I turned to my wife and say, I, "I told her once. To the rest of the world, it doesn't matter, but to me, it matters even what you think. Yes, I'm not trying to control her thinking, but I want." even our thoughts to be the same life i want even our thoughts to be the same dna it has it has to be it has to be it has to be if we are one how can we have two different thought patterns not possible and i am blessed with a godly wife and you are blessed with a godly mother cuz she understands what it is to be one so how do we pursue oneness. So you must understand that your soul has the capacity to cleave in different places. Some of you are cleaving to your past. What happened 35 years ago, what happened 25 years ago, your emotion, your sentiment, is so held on to what has happened that you will never let go of that part to fully cleave to Jesus You are still so hurt by what people did to you that you do not want to give room for what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for you Some of you are so attached to your mobile phones You have oneness with your phone No, I'm serious, you may laugh You have achieved oneness with your phone. Your phone goes where, places where even your wife doesn't go. So child of God, it is time to bring all of you to the feet of Jesus. Second, you pursue oneness with the word. The way you cleave to the Lord Jesus Christ is Is by you cleaving to his word. You must become one with the word. You must become one with the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. You must teach your soul how to receive the word. You must teach your spirit how to receive the word. You must teach your body how to receive the word. Yes, all of you must learn how to receive the word. Mm. If your body doesn't know how to receive the word, then it cannot benefit from the word. If your soul, if your soul cannot learn to receive the word and become one with the word, then your soul will never benefit from the word. If your spirit does not know how to receive the word, Then you will never benefit. Your spirit man will never grow. Everything in the kingdom grows by words. Did you hear what I just said? Everything in the kingdom grows by the word. So you become one with the word. You pursue oneness with the word. Yes. I was talking to some of the sons of the Lord that God has given to us and I was telling them your problem is you are still waiting for God to give you a word you're waiting praying 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 wherein I have already told you what to do I as as a father and as a prophet I have brought you the word but you don't want to become one with the word and you want to run and do your own thing I said go run Why would God speak to you about something? Listen to me. Why would God speak to you about something again that he has already spoken to you about? We are all... It's unfortunate that we have had so much of bad teaching, bad theology, that even when God speaks... We don't have the capacity to recognize that this is God speaking. Child of God, become one with the word. Become one with the word of the Lord. Become one with the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give it your best. Give it your mind. Give it your heart. Give it your time. Give it your energy. Feed on this word. Feed day and night you are a result of the word you receive you know you some of you may not like me but it's okay it's okay because you want me to wave my hand over you you want me to prophesy over you and change everything for you it's not going to change you at all it will only bring temporary relief if you don't if i don't change your dna If I don't change your spirit, if I don't change the systems in your spirit, even if I pronounce a blessing, you don't have the capacity to hold it. The blessing will leak out of you. I have prophesied such powerful things to some people and I'm still waiting for them to happen. And I'm like, God, What is going on? I don't get it. Like the word has been spoken and I know that this is in fact a word from the Lord. I'm not just saying stuff. And then I felt like the Lord said, they have not received the word, son. They have not received. They have not caught on to the word. They have not become pregnant with the word. So if you do not become one with the word, the word will not work for you. The word, in order for the word to work for you, in order for the word to bear results for you, you must become one with the word. We thank God. We thank the Lord Jesus Christ. (laughs) You become one with the word. Third, you obey the word. Yeah, nobody likes talking about this today. (laughs) You obey the word. It is not enough to just have possession of it. You become it by obeying it. You become it by obeying it. You become the word by obeying the word. You become the word by obeying the word. So what did I say, you must first recognize that your soul has a capacity to cleave and it has cleaved to many, many wrong things and you bring all of it to the feet of Jesus. How do you do that? You do it by becoming one with the word. You receive the word. And number two, you obey the word. I'm giving you practical tips. When the Lord speaks to you, about sharing the gospel, you're quick to share the gospel. If the Lord tells you to pray for somebody, you're quick to pray for that person. If the Lord tells you to give money, you give money quickly. You obey the word. You obey the word. And now, let me bring you to this. If you can do this, I'll show you what's going to happen to you. This is beautiful. This is powerful. What does the scripture say? Abide in me. Let's look at it one more time. Abide, verse 4. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. Unless it abides in me, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that bears much fruit. So the way to being fruitful in the kingdom is by finding your space, in Christ you abide and now my God I feel it I feel something something's about to shift right now something's about to shift ah thank you Lord Jesus (laughs) something's about to happen something are you guys ready the way your spirit is designed Oh, child of God, get excited, get excited, get excited, get excited, Ah, The way your spirit has been designed, whatever it cleaves to, it has the power to reproduce it. Your spirit is designed in such a way that it, whatever it abides in, Whatever it cleaves to, whatever it becomes one with, it has the power to duplicate it, it has the power to multiply it, it has the power to recreate it. So what you ah my god, my god, my god, what you feed your spirit, your spirit will multiply. What you What you feed your spirit It has the capacity to grow it To multiply it To increase it You will bear fruit How? By abiding in him So when you make room For the Lord Jesus Christ When you are in him Your spirit man begins to absorb The Lord Jesus Christ Your spirit begins to absorb his DNA Your spirit begins to absorb that word And because because it has the capacity I to duplicate and to multiply and to grow what has been given to it and now you're bearing fruit you are reproducing that dna you are recreating that dna and you are multiplying what you have become one with oh child of god do you see the power of what i am teaching to you so if you become one with the word if you become one with the word about the blessing your spirit is begin to your spirit will begin to duplicate and recreate blessings everywhere if you become one with the word about healing healing is going to come every eye something just happened right there If, if you can get on to the word if, you, if your spirit can hold on to a word If your spirit can become one with the word of healing that was spoken ah, Now your spirit is beginning to heal Your soul is beginning to heal Your body is beginning to heal Whatever you become one with will multiply in your life Will increase in your life Will become fruitful in your life Some of you have cleaved to some standard word you have cleaved to all kinds of nonsense. So you have duplicated that. You have duplicated poverty in your life because you were told poverty, uh, being poor is blessed. You were told that not having money to pay rent is blessed. So what? guess what's happened? You just may, oh, maybe the Lord is, you know. So go ahead. Poverty is your portion. Your spirit man is creating poverty for you. Some of you have fed your soul and your spirit so much sin that wherever it goes, it recreates sin. It can only create sin because you have fed it and now it's multiplying sin. Ah, Satan not just came to deceive Adam. Listen to me. Listen to me carefully. Satan just didn't come to deceive Adam. But Satan understood that on the earth, Adam is a greater spirit. So Satan needed Adam. Aye. He needed Adam. In order for Satan's kingdom to expand on the earth, in order for Satan's ideas to Expand on the earth In order for Satan's kingdom to be established He needed Adam's spirit Because whatever touched Adam's spirit It began to grow It began to duplicate, multiply What was the blessing upon Adam? Be fruitful and multiply So whatever was given Whatever was given given to him, Adam had the capacity to make it fruitful and make it multiply. If sin was given to him, boom, 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 boom. Sin began to become fruitful. Sin began to multiply. Sin began to grow. My God, what you feed your spirit will multiply. What you feed your spirit will multiply. So we thank God child of God. You don't believe me, do you? Do a test. Okay? Do a test. We have to test what I teach, right? So do a test. For the next one week, okay? It is very dangerous what I'm telling you. I don't know if I should do this. Ah. Okay, Ah. For one week, Let's say, I'm just giving you an example, don't try it, because this will deviate you. For one week, watch only cooking shows. Four, okay? Don't watch anything else. 2-3 hours, just watch recipes after recipes, cooking show after cooking show after cooking show. I am telling you, at one point, your spirit will lock on to that. And next thing you know, suddenly your cooking is different. Because your spirit has been so consumed by recipes and techniques and cooking and cooking and cooking. And suddenly, you know what? I can redo this. It's very dangerous what I'm telling you. Very dangerous. Because if you feed your spirit the wrong thing, you begin to reproduce other things. Do one thing. One week you listen to T.D. Jakes, suddenly you are recreating T.D. Jakes in your life. <laughs> uh, you're not getting what I just said. <laughs> One week, you just listen, absorb T.D. Jakes' service, you, and suddenly you, your pants are very loose. Suddenly you talk like him, suddenly you move like him, suddenly I, that, that's, that's the danger and the Power of your spirit man Whatever you abide in You become fruitful in that thing Wherever you abide You become fruitful in that thing Whichever stream you immerse yourself into You become that stream You become to prosper in that stream You become fruitful in that stream Very dangerous Very dangerous So become intelligent Feed your spirit man carefully. <sighs> I wish we could have continued for a little longer. But it's okay. We will we'll conclude this teaching here today. I want to tell you, I'm telling you, I've already, listen to me carefully, I've already given you so much information, so much understanding, so much revelation. With just today's word, you can recreate your whole life. You don't need another sermon. With just what I taught you today, you can flip your life upside down. You can recreate your entire world. Because when you begin to abide in something, your imagination changes. Now you do not imagine from your previous world you imagine from this new world and Christ is our new world Christ is our new world so when you abide in him your mind begins to dream different dreams your imagination shifts your thinking shifts oh god we don't have time for all that today are you are you are you getting where i am taking you today are you learning something child of god Abide in me and I in you. Isn't that powerful? You uh, I told you already in the beginning it is impossible for you to abide in Christ and Christ not to abide in you. Yes. As parts of you become parts of him Parts of Him become parts of you. So we thank God. We thank God. We thank God. I want to hear from you how you are going to apply this word in your life this coming week. I want to hear from you how you're going to grow in this word. I want to hear, see, I'm telling you week after week we have been giving such rich manna Now it's time for you to bear results. Now it's time for you to bear fruit. And I know you're going to bear fruit. I know, I know you're going to bear fruit. So I bless you to bear fruit this week. I bless you to become one with the word. I bless you to find the frequency of God and become one with the frequency of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go in peace. And every demonic spirit, every attack on your life is cancelled. So go and bear much fruit. I love you in the Lord. Make sure to share this word with somebody. Don't keep it to yourself. Send it to somebody. Watch it again and again and again. Become one with the word. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please consider sharing it. And for more information, log on to harirao.com.